0: Welcome to our the Toss from GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games.
1: Indeed. And today we have a guest with us, our overlord um, (laughs) and eminent editor, John Breeden.
2: Hi. Welcome, John. Oh, absolutely. Good good to be here. Space Cadet Breeden reporting for (laughs) duty.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We're circling in the stars at the moment, uh, yeah. <laughs> meeting on a space station. Yeah,
0: Although we can't see each other, apparently. <laughs> no,
1: obviously, because <laughs> the universe is too far. Yeah. <laughs> so, Drew, do you want to introduce this week's topic?
0: Yeah, as I'm sure some people have already guessed, we're going to be talking about uh, No Man's Sky, uh, which we've all played and we've all uh, got various levels of experience with. And, yep. yeah, so w- w- what is it? everyone else think of it
1: um not that
0: I, I i didn't want to start so i just threw it out to you guys okay okay sit back
1: uh go. well the thing is john's the guest um john what did you what are your first impressions of no man's sky
2: oh uh, well you don't want to know my first impressions so so let me let me give you my mature impressions so i mean i don't know it's like um with no man's sky i like it let me just say that so um I'm glad I'm not doing the review. I'm glad that you're doing the review, Shella, because uh, <laughs> I have a lot of mixed feelings about the game, I guess you might say. But generally, I like it. So, uh, I mean, when I'm, I'm sitting there playing Deus Ex, and I'm thinking about, gosh, I really could, if I just got a little bit more of uh chrysanthemum or whatever that mineral is, I could chain my hyperdrives together. Um, you know, that means it has an impression on me. I,
0: I, I mean, yeah. I like
2: it. It's pretty, It's pretty cool, but... I think you have to get into the mindset that it's just kind of like a chill game where you know you just kind of yeah. sit and explore. It's it's not really super exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think you're going to bring this up about the, the hype that was put into it. I think they did a really good job of marketing it in that they didn't really tell us a lot about it. So I think a lot of people kind of in their minds, uh, um, they kind of drew it. Let's talk about that later when
1: we. Oh sure. sure. When we cover that. So first impressions were you like it and um, but (laughs) you're right. (laughs) right, Okay, good one. (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, because I don't want to get into like the whole thing of that because we'll cover that later in the show. So yeah, I pretty much agree with that. I mean it's gorgeous. It looks pretty. I was really excited going into it. I I had to. uh, I got into it. Uh, like five days after everybody else because I was on the panel at uh, Nine Worlds, so I was away in London, away from my PlayStation 4 <laughs> when it landed. Um, so I rushed home, downloaded it, the first thing I did on Sunday morning, and um, I really enjoyed it. I basically sat that first day for like seven hours straight, um, wow. you know, from like, yeah, And I was just, like, hooked on it. So, yeah, I found it strangely addictive. I was like, there's nothing really happening in this game, (laughs) but I can't stop playing it. Um, I can feel that beginning to wear off. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's not perfect by any stretch. But, you know, um, like you say, we'll talk about the kind of hype and the backlash and stuff later. So, Drew, what were your, I think you slightly
0: different. Yeah, well, um I I sort of saw it uh obviously I saw No Man's Sky at the E3 whenever it was announced and everyone sort of went nuts over it and then I I I know a lot of other people have done this as well. I looked at it and said, "Right, I don't want to pay any attention to that. I don't want to know anything. I'm going to wait until that comes out. That seems like a really good idea. I'm going to wait just know nothing about it and then get it on the day and play it and enjoy it because I, I like the idea so much. And uh, yeah. so I got it home, I did it. and I don't think I was in the sort of right frame of mind to start it because I'd just mm. done a long day at work. Uh, I said, uh. "It's an it's an interesting game, but it's not one that's immediately exciting and immediately accessible." So I had a lot mm-hmm. of trouble after work, sort of just putting three hours in to get past like the tutorial stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. So so that's my very first impression was like, "Oh my god, I can't actually play this anymore. I'm gonna." Okay. Uh, yeah. ever and stuff. So I've gone back to it yeah. since, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm mixed on it. I I've got to say I don't think it's a game for me. You know, it, I I like that okay. I like the the big open world of it, but the actual sort of gameplay of it, the the on the ground gathering resources, inventory management, upgrading all that stuff, that's mm-hmm. not really what I was looking for when I when I first saw like the trailers and first saw all the all the big world stuff. So yeah. I like, I understand that it is an it's sort of an amazing technical achievement. It's a really amazing game, mm-hmm. I know that some people are really into it. It just doesn't hit my buttons.
1: Yeah, which okay. is a shame
0: because I really do want to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I feel it, like that just... with stuff like Skyrim and Fallout. Yeah. that's basically my feeling. Is like I want really to like those. Cause I already loves them so much, and yep. they are cool worlds, but like I just can't be bothered, so yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So, so John is basically John's probably the furthest. Well, definitely the furthest on of the three of us in the game. So um, this is like, we're going to do our little guide, I guess, to, to No Man's Sky, things we learnt from No Man's Sky that might help other travelers <laughs> on their journeys through space. These are all um, the
2: things that that really frustrated us that we wish somebody would have freaking told us before we started.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> basically. I basically got one top tip because I'm probably the least, like probably the, 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 the sort of most beginner because I was like... Yeah, I started so much later than everybody else. Um, so I've got one. Shall I give my one tip, <laughs> just in case you take my tip away from me, John?
2: <laughs> or true? Oh yeah, no, please go okay. go ahead.
1: But, so okay, my 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 first tip is that um, if you're on a hostile planet with radiation. I don't know if it works for cold as well. It's my first planet I don't know, that's, yeah, another thing that might be quite nice to see is like how different our experiences were. Like our first planet, my first planet had pretty bad radiation so I was constantly grappling with that. Mm. Um, the, the sentinels were quite aggressive um, so if you mind too much um, which as a gamer I did, I was like, oh it says destroy and I get this stuff. If I destroy it, I'm going to destroy all of that that I can see. And then these sentinels came and just like, <laughs> blew, blew me to smithereens. I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so don't go with natural gamer, yeah. kind of. The, the, I, I love that it did that. But it was like, no, you don't use your natural gamer instinct with this, because otherwise this happens. Um, so I really liked that. Um so that was my initial on the planet. And that yeah, so I was grappling with this radiation and I was like, saw some shiny thing in a cave and I went into the cave and I was, my radiation was like, my suit was like super low. I was like, oh crap, I'm going to die out here. I've been walking for seven hours. This is going to be really annoying. And I got into the cave and it's like, radiation levels returning or something like that. And I was like, yes. So caves protect you from radiation. That's my one tip.
2: <laughs> cool. they they protect you from everything actually heat cold i do like eh? yeah. okay anything okay
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, caves are awesome
2: people <laughs> and uh and in, in in a pinch this is my bear gorillas tip uh you you, you, <laughs> you you can build your own cave uh just find a big resource thing and mine a little hole in it you don't have to go that deep and uh you just walk in into the little like four foot oh, cave and sure. and your, uh, so levels like will a
1: drop big iridium well. or like a big orb thing of gold, yeah. you can just like carve a hole in. That's great. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, awesome. I I my uh many many years playing survival horror type games. That that's like I'm gonna try this and see if it works, and it did. So I was oh, okay. pleased. Okay. Cool. I was quite pleased to see that. So although iridium is a radioactive element, I think, so it's kinda of weird to build a cave out of it. But it protects you, so that works. Well, there is a lot of plutonium
0: lying <laughs> around as well, isn't there?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh my god,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Just everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um what was your What were your first planets like Was it a similar experience Did you Oh, um, I was started on a
2: paradise world. Really, I mean it had oh, it had wow. yeah. It was nice. temp- temperate. Um, lots and lots of cool animals. None of them like hostile. So mm-hmm. I, I just assumed they started everybody on an easy world. Man, Shelley, you got a uh, hard experience if you started okay. on a radiated
1: planet. I got, I got killed in like a, a minute.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> bad. Drew, what did you start at?
0: Uh, mine mine seems to be sort of w- uh, between the two. I had plenty of radiation, but I didn't have any sentils, uh, sentinels attacking me on, on my first world, which I don't okay. know if I would have been able to deal with that because I hadn't actually yet learned that I had a gun. Oh, really? Oh, that's around, interesting. Yeah.
2: They, they don't tell <laughs> you much. <laughs> no, you they don't. <laughs>
1: No, I quite liked that. I liked that that early slap to the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be such a gamer. And I was like, okay, I'll just take take what I need then. <laughs> so yeah, oh that's interesting. So tips, guys. What did, what tips do you got? Cause the, the one thing I want to know is how do you get a freaking atlas pass? <laughs> want, and and do they make a difference? Like do they? Does it, like, open the world up for you? Yeah, I,
2: I,
0: yeah go, go ahead, George. I have that exact same question. Yes.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> gosh, well, I have the answer. Um, so, okay, to get the Atlas Pass, there's three Atlas Passes in the game, um, level one, two, and three, uh, which all open doors, um, and they're backwards compatible, So, um, so if you get a two, you can destroy your atlas pass number one um and if you get a three you can destroy two um because they all take up inventory space and nothing in this game freaking stacks which is stupid but um so so yes instead of taking up three spaces if you're lucky enough to get a level three pass you can get rid of one and two um to get one all you have to do is, um, when you get into space, um, y- you have the ability to follow the path towards the center of the universe, or you have the ability to follow the Atlas path. Um, it's on your map. You can it's the, the the yellow line or the red line. Follow the red line, um, and eventually you will come to a. Um, Uh, your first atlas station which looks like a regular um star station like a a space station i guess i'm trying to say except for it's except for it's a big diamond um and it'll be red instead of yellow on your on your when you get to the system go in there you get to talk to atlas your first atlas which is like a giant red blob thing um it'll tell you a bunch of uh, vocabulary stuff and will give you your first atlas path or your first atlas stone um and then um you leave that station um the very next place you warp to you will detect an anomaly um uh, and in that anomaly, there'll be two weird little, it's a, it's another space station basically. And inside that anomaly, there's two weird little aliens named Polo and Rolo, I think, or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they give you your first Atlas path. Uh, that's yeah, you get the level. Oh, okay. One. Right. So yeah, just basically oh, just follow just follow yeah. the Atlas path. You'll get to the first
1: Okay, so we just haven't got there yet. Okay. Yeah, on. it's
2: it's it's story based basically. Though they, you follow the Atlas path, okay. go to your first Atlas interface, and then the very next system you'll meet Polo and Rolo or whatever their names are. <laughs> okay. And they'll help you. Um two and three? Are randomly given to you when you raid the uh when you raid the closed facilities um but I don't know if you have to have level one first i didn't find my level two until after I had my level one um but i don't know if mm-hmm. that was i mean it's random, so i don't know um yeah so those are the mm-hmm. um uh, if you go to the beacons, you know where you have to build the little bypass chip, and it tells you, um, mm-hmm. yeah. it tells you, you know, one of these four things. Select colonial right. outposts, and that's the right. ones that you go to, and the door's locked with steel. Um, oh yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. of those. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you have to blow down the door and then go in and solve the little puzzle. Um that's yeah. those are the ones where you'll randomly get Atlas Pass two and three. And I've heard that when you do that on hostile planets, like ones that have radiation and stuff, you have a higher mm-hmm. you have a higher chance of getting a two or three. I don't know. I found mine on a on a regular planet, but that's how you get two and three. Okay. Um oh, right. and as yeah, and as far as what they do, um they open all those atlas doors. Um Mm-hmm. The one the level one pass gives you the ability to go into like the I call it the VIP lounge in the star, <laughs> in the space stations. Um, whenever, oh yeah. Whenever you go to a space station, you can go left or right. If you go right, you go to wherever the encounter is, and and you can sell stuff and stuff. Yeah. You go to the,
1: and then the other door is closed. Yes. Unless you have a car. Yes. Yeah. You go
2: in there, and it, it's like a got a little lounge in there, and
1: what's um, in the lounge, John? Is there a bar?
2: <laughs> there is. There is. There's a <laughs> The bar there's like but there's no people in there usually there's no. plants um that you can, <laughs> you can mine um there is the big thing that's in there is um uh the ability to upgrade your suit um so ah, it's like a drop oh. yeah it's like a drop pod um it's inside the space station so that could you that.
1: i was wondering that because the suit has so few slots yeah.
2: Oh, you have to, you have to upgrade the suit. I mean, that's, I mean, and it's it's expensive, it's it's expensive as all heck. It's, it's free the first time and then it's 10, 10, plus 10,000 every time you, um, so the next one, the second one costs you 10,000, the third one costs you 20,000, the fourth one costs you 30,000, so now when I upgrade my suit, it costs me $320,000, so yeah, it's, it's it's super expensive,
0: yeah. So um, you wow. can't actually get new exosuits. Then you just like, upgrade the one you have. Yes. It's, it's not like ships and and multi tools where you can just pick random ones up.
2: It's the, nope. It's the same old suit that you just keep adding spaces to, which oh, actually right. which actually brings me to my um to my my first and biggest tip, yeah. um which which mm-hmm. I want to give to people and that is link everything. Everything that's a like system needs to be linked together, and that includes your suit, on your multi-tool, and on your ship. Because I didn't know that, so I got really far what into the game, mean? and then I realized it, and then I had to uninstall everything and rebuild everything, and it sucked. It took me like two days to redo my whole inventory. Um, and what I—what <laughs> so what do you? Yeah, what I mean is—what is, do you mean? Okay, so what I mean is. Um, so your original suit that well you, you're the only suit that you have mm-hmm. has core components down the side. So it's got life support. It's got a jetpack. It's got um, uh, I think that's all it has actually. Um, but as you um, like the scanner and stuff like that. Well, the scanner's on your multi-tool. Um, so on your so on your suit, for example, you have a life support module, a basic life support. Yeah. Okay. When you adventure, you will find new life support modules that that increase the amount of time that you can spend outside without your life support. Yeah. If you just randomly put them in anywhere, uh, yeah, you'll get a benefit from them, but it won't be as much as you think. If you um, install them beside your original multi multi or be, beside your original um uh module, so if you have 3 yeah. and they're all connected in a line, um, not diagonally, but linearly, um, they each support each other so oh. so for example if um, if your regular life support gives you say fifty and then this new one will give you another fifty, if you install it somewhere else on the suit you'll you 'll have hundred altogether. But if you stall them together, then each one instead of giving you fifty might give you seventy, so you install them all in a line and and it, it works in the same way with your with your shield, and when you start getting shields, if you get multiple shields for your suit, you install them together and it gives you a lot more protection. Same way with radiation protection and, and heat protection and everything else. Your jetpack. Jetpack's a big one. When you get extra jetpack modules, install them all together in a line and you'll be able to practically hover (laughs) once you get them all installed together. So everything has to be installed together and you can't move them after you install them. So you have to kind of plan ahead. So I leave spaces for like, okay, this is where I'm going to put my extra shield modules basically, you know? And so, so that's how you have to do it. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. I completely missed that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and the, the big one is on your, on your ship. The ship system should go together. So like your shields on your ship will link as well. So link your shields up um, and that'll protect you from the pirates big time. Like I have a triple or I have four shields and they're all linked So the pirates, they they can't hardly even dent and make a dent on my ship because they never get through my shields. Um, But the big one is the hyperdrives. You have your hyperdrive, and then you have your warp engines. You have to chain those together because later on in the game, as you get closer to the center of the universe, if they're not chained together, you won't have Mm -hmm. enough... power to, to get to the next system that you need so at some point they need to be chained together or you won't be able to make a big enough jump to get to other stars oh. so, so do that
1: <laughs> oh, okay that's a big one how did you find that out did somebody tell you or did you like stumble i, I
2: noticed uh in one w- w- in my oh. in my uh suit i noticed that one of the okay. things the only, the only thing the game will do is when you put them together it will draw a colored line around both of the components oh. and i noticed oh my gosh i said that one's got a purple liner these two have a purple line around it and they're sitting oh. together um and then i and then i asked michael blaker because cause he plays yeah. again, he told me, yeah, you need to change.
1: Because he is, like, the lord of the universe. And, and, and then I went
2: through where I'm going to quit this effing game. Because I looked at my suit and oh I'm like, God. I have to uninstall, like, all the <laughs> stuff. And then I have to gather the resources and rebuild it and everything. So um, so,
1: uh, so. you have to, like, dismantle because you can't move stuff around. Yeah, I hate that, and yeah. It's, it's really annoying that it says stack these items, but it won't stack.
0: Just don't. don't.
1: Uh, I mean, so like I was going to ask, you know, you know the the slots as a gameplay mechanic. How <laughs> how are we finding that?
0: Uh, the, <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: the, the limiting factor that they've tried to put I in. I mean, this is
0: what I was saying about um, when I started playing. I, I'm not a fan of the sort of moment to moment gameplay because. The, the whole premise of it is that there's this good, you know, it's generating all these gorgeous planets, these, these gorgeous environments. And I sp- seem to spend most of my time just like looking very focusedly on the little menus <laughs> and fiddling, <laughs> just transferring one thing from one thing to another. Oh no, I haven't got any room on my ship now. So now I've got to get this. And yeah, so <laughs> I feel like I'm focusing on the one thing and missing all the cool stuff.
1: You're in the janitor yeah, closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why they
2: did it that way. It almost—it—it mean, it, it almost seems like a mechanic that you would use if your game wasn't long enough to artificially extend the gameplay, and yeah. that's obviously not the case here. So I don't know. What the thing is, and then for me, from a logical point of view, I don't understand why I can have 250 tons of gold yeah. in one slot on my ship <laughs> and one fascination bead in the second slot. <laughs> it's weird.
1: Oh god, those fascination beads! I'd forgotten about those. I haven't had any since my first plan. I was just like, I don't know what the hell these things do. They are going. Oh yeah, That's they're why. they're
2: technically trade goods, but they can they um if you put enough of them together, you can you can create an electron gas. Gas, which then lets you create antimatter, which then lets you fill your hyperdrive back up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but this yeah, okay. So I was going to go off on a crazy tangent then, but I, I won't. So, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, to, and getting more slots is basically just get a bigger ship,
0: get a, a better multi-tool. It's, it's getting, as far as I understand it, it's getting that. Um, at, uh, getting drop pods and that uh, Atlas uh, Atlas Part V1. Apparently, you can. Uh, that's when you can upgrade your suit, which I assume means adding an extra slot or two.
2: Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. yeah uh, no, I have I have um over thirty slots in my suit at this point. Um, yeah. So. Or I think 28 oh, or something like that.
0: Luxury. Yeah,
2: but you you can you can upgrade the you can upgrade your suit anytime you want. Um, you don't need the Atlas pass for that. Um, the well the Atlas pass gives you access to the way to upgrade it from the space stations. But um, mm-hmm. just on any planet, um, you just um you just do a um. You look for the drop pods. They're like little triangles that okay. are sitting there, and then you upgrade. The first one's free, so definitely find it, um, and it'll give you an extra slot. And then you just keep buying it, and uh, you keep buying more slots, and you can you can go.
1: What, just from the trade, the galaxy trade. No, no.
2: Um, it's a, it, you have to actually find a drop pod. It's a it's an, it's oh, an actual okay. special thing. Um, it, it okay. looks like um. It looks like the little slee stack pyramids from Land of the Lost. If if, if anybody's old as old as me, um, but they're basically just like little triangles, and they they have um, they sit if if you're in your ship and you do a scan. I don't know yeah If you guys know this or not, but you know you do a scan from from inside your ship while you're hovering. it will show you the little yeah. question marks of where you can go. Um,
1: okay. So, so
2: one of those is going to probably be a drop pod somewhere if you find Okay, it, if you'll find. Okay. It. so you can upgrade your right, suit.: It's okay. just expensive as hell. I think Michael figured out he added them all up, and I think I think it, to get your maximum suit, you have to spend I think over seven million dollars oh wow. altogether. Wow. Well, it's, it's 10,000 more every time, so yeah. it's it, it yeah, gets expensive yeah. quick, um, but it's helpful, yeah. it's helpful. I mean, I have, yeah. like I say, I have 28 slots, and I still don't have enough, you know, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, shall we talk about the hype a little bit, um, seeing as we were talking about the Disappointing sort of slots mechanic thing. Um, So, yeah, that's like things I learned from No Man's Sky is that hype is a double edged sword. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the trouble with this game was it was just so massively, hugely anticipated, and um, that it could never live up to the hype in a million years. You know, even if it was a brilliant game, I think it would have been hard for it to and it does i mean it is gorgeous and it's a technical feat you know it's like a a thing of wonder when you actually sit and think about what it's doing um you know like how huge it is and you know how you can land on the planets and take off and the language thing and um which i love um i love that aspect of it and um and i think you know it's like (sighs) There's a thing of the the marketing and gamers are, are almost sort of equally to blame. And, you know, there was this kind of hysteria and then people not really... Listening to what they said, you know, because mm-hmm. there's been such a huge backlash, I was really surprised. Well, but, well in
2: so, well, in, people, in some instances, people are
1: getting refunds after like sixty hours of gameplay and like ridiculous things. Well, and... in,
2: in the gamer's defense, though, it wasn't necessarily that they were they were not listening. Although I'm sure that's part of the case. I think in some of the cases, the developers were actually lying about some of the features. I mean, especially the multiplayer. I mean, because they basically said that you'd be able to meet other people, and that is not. the case. I mean I think that was an outright lie. I think that was a feature they thought they were gonna add later and they never got around to doing Mm it.
1: Right. I mean I I never thought that No Man's Sky was gonna be a multiplayer game.
2: No, no. The, I mean that was
0: definitely my sort of sense. Was, like I say, mm-hmm. I, I deliberately didn't pay a lot of attention to the to the marketing.
1: I mean, from the
0: beginning, the, like the the launch trailer, as I recall it, and this is a very vague old recollection, was like, oh, it's this massive, you know, a uni- massive j- universe which is the same for everybody, and everybody's going to be doing mm-hmm. the same journey before the to, towards the se- uh, center of the galaxy. And that language suggested very strongly to me that it would be a multiplayer game. If everyone is making the same journey, then you'd expect to be able to see other people making it.
1: Well, the, the way I saw well, because they always said, yes, you can see other people, but it would be highly unlikely because there are, like, what, three quintibillion or whatever it no, is. And also we have not programmed that
0: functionality into... But... <laughs>
1: Oh, is it not there? No, I mean, I mean but, but it's kind, it's kind of like it's, it's moot anyway because the chances of meeting someone are so small. Except for I don't I just... think,
2: except for again, I don't think the chances are as moot as they say because I, like I said, I've already run into two other players where I've run into planets that other players have have um okay. have have named star systems that people have named if you yeah. go to the if you go to the galaxy map you can click a button that says search for um search for achievements or search for named things and you oh. can see in your area and when i first started playing the first day there was nothing there you know, no nothing in my in mm. my area but now yeah. but now i'm finding okay. a lot of planets that other people have named yeah. and stuff so uh, so i think i think the, I mean, the I'm, world isn't I'm as big saying... as they say it was
1: Okay. I mean, but I'm not saying they didn't do any, you know, there wasn't some obfuscation, because I think there was. I think they were kind of cagey about some things when you when you um, watch Sean being interviewed. Um, and it almost seems like, I mean, I don't know, because I don't know the guy. So, I mean, to me, it seems like he, he almost just didn't want to spoil it as opposed to he was actually hiding something and... I mean that's how it appeared to me that he was just he was kind of like yeah well in theory it was it was almost like it was a guessing game of charades or something <laughs> you know it's like animal vegetable or mineral or something like that and it's like can you see people mm, yeah and you could tell that there was a caveat there yeah. um and and I and I don't know if it was hid like purposefully you know just like not wanting to say, he 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 didn't want to reveal the whole game yeah, before I, I, he wanted people to experience it. But, but in another, rather than trying to misconstrue. Well, in another instance, game.
2: though, they did say that it would be like um, what's that game that you really like, Shella with the sand, um, the two people. Um, yeah. yeah, they said it would be like journey. There would be some sort of a journey-like interface if yeah, the two I people mean, got together. And that's not the case. That's, I mean it's just not there.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean that is the impression I got that, you know, you might see people passing you know, you might just pass by your paths might cross. Um
2: My, Michael um, yeah, Michael has so. actually encountered where other people were he was with other people and the only thing that they happened was there. they weren't there and he and if he tried to upload a um a planet that he that the other guy had already named and the game crashed because he was trying oh, to upload, he was trying to upload a planet that had already been named it, it but on his game it wasn't already named like the other guy must have done it like a minute before him or something like that and then, yeah. and then he just kind of uploaded and it crashed so i don't know yeah. that that's the one part where i i think the developers just assumed because the world was so big that nobody would get together and that they would implement this feature later and i just don't think they've gotten yeah. it yet
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, we have. I mean, you have to remember, like, this is a a team of eleven people, and and it's incredible what they've done. Sure. And so I just, I just feel like the backlash is just unnecessary.
0: Well, I, I mean, I think people, I, I, I think. I don't think they were clear enough about what the game was before. And there, there is an argument to be made that, yeah, they want to preserve some of the mystery, but there's, the, mm. but stuff like, Oh, you won't actually be able to see other people in the game. That's not preserving vagueness. That's not preserving mystery. No, that's just not being upfront about,
1: uh, yeah. you know,
0: about the, the content of the game. And th- well, as I say that, I don't want to sort of accuse the developers of deliberately misleading. Like, the, the quotes that people are coming up with that said, oh, they promised this would be in the game, they promised that would be in the game, they are from quite a while ago now, and the, the mm. game was still very much in development then, and the development cycle just works like that. You know, games change up until, like, just before release. Uh, and in in the um, No Man's Sky patch notes in, uh they they were saying that the game changed quite significantly in the f- couple mm. of months before the release. So I don't think they like, I think they had plans to implement different features, which didn't, um, didn't actually make it into the game. It's just that sort of multiplayer is such a big one that yeah. you'd think they would have said th- there was that one interview where he said, Oh, this is a single player experience. Don't expect, you know, don't expect it to be heavily multiplayer, but I still yeah. think that that was an important piece of information in, I think people bought the game on the assumption that there would be more player interaction than it's there is. It's going
1: to be like Destiny or something. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a guy at our role-playing group who, Nate, he he was like, you know, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like Destiny or whatever. He said something. I was like, I don't think it's a multiplayer game. And he's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's a single-player space. Expert. Like, pretty much when I loaded up the game, it was what I expected.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it, the actual gameplay of it, it, yes. But I, I definitely was exp- like, maybe this is on me. Maybe it's my fault. Not my. But I just don't feel that I was informed that it wasn't a multiplayer game. I had to really go okay. looking for that piece of information.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was expecting a pretty much a single player game, yeah. and there might be, you know. See, I think you might come across someone. I think
0: that's part of the problem with it for me, is that uh, because the universe is randomly generated or procedurally generated from one number, I'm not that interested in it in just as... It, I I, I can visit a randomly generated planet, and I can think, oh, this is like quite nice-looking. It's got some interesting animals and interesting stuff. But I'm not actually that interested in it unless... I, there was a design behind it, unless, uh, you know, if there's, if there's a story behind it or if there's mm-hmm. something yeah. particularly interesting that someone has said, all right, we'll put this here. And you know, the player can experience this. I
2: it's, just, uh, I just saw the, uh, the new star Trek movie and there's a perfect quote in that movie, um, where captain Kirk is, uh, he's disappointed he's like bored basically because he'd been out in space for three years at the beginning of the movie and he says something to the effect of like if space is really infinite um and and it goes on forever and and there's it's it's you know completely infinite then really what the heck are we doing out here why does it matter <laughs> yeah uh, I, very I very much didn't... agree that i am like <laughs>
0: captain kirk in this scenario <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, so th- the thing that I was um, interested in was exploring this with other people and just, you know, chat. Mm. When you're on your own, it just feels sort of very lonely, which is part of it, and it's part of the, what, what it's going for, but it just doesn't appeal to me just
2: right. one person yeah. in a
0: massive universe that wasn't really designed, that doesn't really matter, you, you know, on a story level or on a on an environmental yeah. level.
2: Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. the main
0: thing I'm not sort of jelling with about it I think
2: mm-hmm. multiplayer yeah. there, there is kind of though there is kind of a story um if you explore the languages um, which i've noticed, mm-hmm. which is interesting um uh, like Shell was mentioning about the languages, there are actually three different languages in the game, um, one for each of the three main races, and as you follow the languages the it doesn't matter like but when um the, you get the story from the big atlases, the big um, the big statues, not the little ones. The little ones just give you words, but the ones where you Ooh. actually go up to the monument and it gives you like a little puzzle, um, and, and if you saw the puzzle right Um, you get a story element from each of those three races and it's interesting like um like the birds um the little bird people like they were i thought they were the coolest so i like oh they're cool i I
0: haven't met them oh they're awesome they're like
2: little they're like little traders they're they're they're, um they like to trade stuff and oh
0: yeah i think i've run into one of them
2: yeah. yeah, and they can um they can um they can make different smells like if they like you it'll smell really good and if they hate you it'll smell really <laughs> bad. Yeah, so I thought oh they're so cute and everything, but when I started to get into their story, they're actually agents of well, don't, don't spoil don't spoil. <laughs> well, they're just not as nice as you might think, and you find that right. you find that out reading the thing. Although it might be skewed from the perspective of another race yeah. story so yeah yeah, so,
1: yeah i mean
2: there is some story in there drew it's just you kind of yeah. have to you kind of have to plot along and find
0: it <laughs> yeah i, I, I mean I, yeah i'm I'm gonna do that now i think i seem to have missed the um uh, the atlas path quite sort of quite sort of significantly so far i've just been randomly mumming around on planets and Mm.
2: that's the thing i've um, just been bumming around yeah. space you, you know well, just... um so yeah it's not the atlas interface so i misspoke it's the um it's the big monuments so, so so the way to find those the ruins the ruins yeah the ruins
1: yeah yeah, yeah 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 that is that's my thing in this is like finding out i'm like some sort of curator of a museum <laughs> <laughs> that's how i like to think of myself on. So going for all the artifacts to get as much language yeah and yeah. Um, sort of doing the sort of flora and fauna no, if you're but, if you're on yeah. your
2: ship if you're flying, on a, in the planetary yeah. interface, and you hit scan, it will scan out an yeah. area, and then you just go to those little question marks, and some of those one. Yeah. Or go to one of those beacons and scan for um, ancient, um, ancient monolith. Yeah. And that's how you. Yeah. That's how you can get yeah. the story. But the, the, the sucky part is if you're on like a planet that's a Kovex planet, you'll learn all their language. I thought that was the only language in the game, so I thought, oh, I'm fluent in Kovex. I know eighty some words or something like that, and then I go to like a. <laughs> Go to like a Thrykian planet or whatever, and it's like, oh my yeah. god, I don't know any, I don't know anything again. I have to, so it's it's kind of neat that there uh-huh. are three different languages.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like the language aspect of it. So, um, do you have any more tips? I don't have any more pressing questions. Do you? Drew?
0: Uh, not really. No. <laughs> just just in the in the last uh, you know twenty minutes, I've learned loads about this game, which I'm gonna. Yeah,
2: me. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm I'm glad to. I'm glad to help. And I think the people who are who were, uh, you know, ultimately listening to the, to this show, I think they'll get a lot out of it. I mean, cause God, I wish somebody had done this for me. Cause believe me, I spent, <laughs> yeah. I almost quit the game when I said, Oh my God, all of my slots are in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. but um, I mean, I have a couple other tips. If, if you guys want me to just go over them real quick. I mean, okay. it'll help, yeah. help folks out um, far, far away destinations. That's a big, one, Shelly, you were telling me about that, where like you uh, you found a an ancient ruin or something, and you wanted to get mm-hmm. to it on your planet, and you were, and it was like thirty minutes away, <laughs> uh, yeah, of something. Um, if it's more than twenty minutes away in your ship. Um, you can use physics uh, to your. Um, there's these new airplanes that they're inventing that um, <laughs> that in real life that yeah. go up into the stratosphere and come back down, and you're supposed to be able to go from like England to like New York in like an hour or something like that. Um, the game actually supports that. So if something's more than say 20 minutes away, go to 90 degrees, go up into space. And then, um, and you can, and then travel to it from the stratosphere, and then go back down. Um, you can actually cut your time off significantly by doing that. Um, I don't know why it works, but it apparently works in real life too. So, um, you can also use your pulse engine from space, and it'll go faster. You can even use your jump engine. Um,
0: yeah, that, that's just, what I've been doing. Because if you're off planet and you see the marker that you're looking for, and you aim at it, and then use your pulse drive, if you're yep. far enough out. In space, it will just take you on a direct line to that, and you will sort of yeah. uh, make planet fall yeah. right above it.
2: Yep, yep. I did it's, that right. yesterday. Yeah, it was good. that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. harsh planets. Uh, mining on harsh planets. If you get if you have to find, like, I don't think your home planet start uh qualifies, Shella, but if you go to these planets that have like like re- that are really really harsh, you guys will know when you find one. Believe me, they will be you'll <sighs> actually get a warning from your um suit that'll say uh, like yeah. incoming storm or whatever and... yeah
1: yeah i was on one of those for like all the five minutes i got what i needed and i got the hell out of dodge <laughs> those, those are those are
2: tough planets those planets are also where they keep the biggest most valuable minerals in the game yeah. um, so if you do a search for them they actually come up as green explanation points in your in, when you when you do a okay. uh, scan um and those are like the purple though so if you see them on the galactic thing they're like listed as purple um and those those are the planets where you find those minerals so if you find a harsh planet um you know load up on what load up on whatever protection you need probably radiation but it could be heat as well yeah. i guess it's possible i haven't found a cold planet that's really violent yet but i'm sure there are ones um yeah load up with the right kind of protection chain them together uh, um yeah, don't forget um, so, and, to chain people. Yeah, just chain everything together and then uh and then basically just hop out of your ship and run and mine as much as and you make can. Make a and cave. Run back to your ship. Or make a cave, make a cave, right. So that's cool. That's, <laughs> that's how you get those. You need those elements to make some of the most advanced components in the game, so eventually you'll Okay.
1: You'll, you'll need them. You'll have
2: to go um, on a harsh mine. Okay. And then the last one I have is oh, wow, um the, got more. the mine uh just one more um the mining the mining tool cooldown the, the cooldown in this game is really weird um, so like my mining tool is designed so that I have a lot of cooling elements into it um so I can hold the i can hold the mining beam down for a long time um but eventually it's going to overheat um, so what you'll do is you'll see the you'll see the heat bar moving up to uh you know from zero to hundred and then when it gets to hundred it'll flash red for a little while and if you keep holding the mining beam down eventually it'll say you know um it's too hot and it, you have to wait like 10 seconds for your beam to cool down instead of doing that what you do is you hold the beam down when it gets to red you leave up on it for like half a second It'll start to it'll start to crawl back down to zero. Then immediately push the pull the trigger again to start it up. It'll reset immediately to zero.
0: Oh right. Oh. So as long as you don't wait for it to fill up fully, it'll it'll be much quicker. As,
2: as long as you don't let it. As long as it doesn't trigger its own cooldown, you can. Yeah. Wait half a second and immediately start mining. So, uh, so you get in, so I get into depending on your multi tool, you can get into a rhythm. So I had one like a lower end multi tool; it would overheat every like five seconds. So I would just go count 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004, 1,005. Leave up for a half a second, pull the trigger again and I you, you can keep mining you can pretty much keep mining constantly until your battery runs out. Um so so do that. It'll make it a much more efficient. Um it's hard enough to get credits in this game, so that's a way to do it a little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. Agreed. That's some good tips there. Um there was yeah. one thing I was gonna gonna ask and um, you know, maybe we can do a show, I don't know I don't know if Drew will still be playing, it But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> in like six months or something to see. But I was wondering, you know, uh, what do we think of like what's the future of No Man's Sky? I mean, are the updates going to be free? I certainly hope they are. But that you are they going to have like expansions you know is it going to be like an mmo in terms of i don't i don't
2: possibly see how they could expand it i mean i could be wrong but i mean it already is it already is (laughs) infinite i mean i mean
1: well i don't i don't mean expansions in as like making the world bigger i mean just like adding content yeah Yeah, i mean i'd be interested to see
0: what they could actually do you you can certainly see that there's room for or you know, laying a sort of DLC story campaign on top of it, or something. But yeah. that would really be it, without changing the sort of underlying mechanics of the game. You would still just be putting more, you know, more plot nodes on top of uh, of mm. the game itself. I I, I find it. I, I'm not sure how they're going to improve it significantly without sort of significant uh, changes mm. to the underlying mechanics of it. It, yeah. it it just feels like a very hard game to sort of expand upon,
1: right? Yeah, oh, that is disappointing because I just assumed because
2: it's just so minimalist. Yeah, like they, um, have,
1: that they, were going to... they
2: have put out. I think they're on patch seven now, but I think oh, most seven, of the yeah. most of the patches have been um, gameplay related. Like the one that I noticed that I really so glad they did was. Um, uh, have you guys tried to target birds yet <laughs> in your yeah. in yeah, in I tried to your...
1: scan them because you know for my museum. Right.
2: All right. <laughs> right. I think yeah, I like spent half them. an hour bas-
1: <laughs> basically uh, birdwatching, oh, trying... trying to get these. Birds. Uh, yeah,
2: so they the the latest patch I think changed that so that um your your scanner is a little bit more forgiving. I
1: read that today. Yeah. but yeah, you can now. Because I noticed so that go cause...
2: back. I was uh, I
1: cons- yeah.
2: I always get to where it's only one animal left, and when I'm when I've done a planet and there's like one animal left, I'm like it's a bird. It's got to be a freaking bird. Um, and oh, so right. I so I found the bird, and I'm like, okay, it's gonna take me like you say about a half hour, and I I targeted it, and it immediately um went into my database. So I'm so I'm like, oh, oh my god, they passed oh, right. it. Thank it's- God.
1: Okay, cool. Let me give you a quick,
2: one more quick tip about that though, uh, which you might not like, but um, your scanner will actually scan dead animals. So if if you can't hit the if you can't get the bird scanned, shoot it down and scan its body.
1: (laughs) Wow, there's no prime directive with you then,
2: John. <laughs> I, I just don't have the time. <laughs> I'm like, you want to z- you, you want to zigzag here, eat my mining laser, and I'll scan your I'll scan your body.
1: <laughs> You're Borg and Drew is Jedi. No,
0: I'm, I'm going to be doing the same thing. You're cut, right? <laughs> Well,
2: Drew has, Drew's armed with all these tips now. Maybe he can go back and go yeah. back and have a little bit more fun. Do you with
1: think it. You'll give it another go. I Drew? think I
2: will. Yeah, I'm trying to
0: think when I'll have time, but yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. definitely go back back to it and see if I can find some of the stuff that I've been missing. Cool,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was No Man's Sky. I think yep. I think I maybe I I like I like it definitely more than Drew. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I, as yeah, as I always, they... I I complain a lot, but I I don't dislike the game. no interesting thing it's just it's it's not really for me and yeah
1: yeah Yeah, i'm quite surprised that i like it because i was talking to my friend uh graham uh who writes video games and uh He was on Twitter, and he said, yeah, everyone's saying No Man's Sky is boring. He's like, but as a boring dude, I'm really enjoying it. And then we had a conversation about, and I was like, I like to think it's meditative. And he's like, yeah, exactly. He's like, I usually don't like these types of games, but I'm really enjoying this. So... Ooh, no. John's bat mode is going. Oh, sorry about that. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay, you've got citizens to save and stuff like that, John. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have
2: my own bat symbol, but it's. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so let us know what you think of No Man's Sky, and if you've got any tips, please like, you know. Add them to the comments and share. Yeah. <laughs> share your tips with everybody. We all need them. <laughs> thanks for coming in, Drew. Um, John and
0: Drew as well. No, I I always love so, coming
2: hi. on your, your guys' show. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, and like this has been the first yeah. one we've done together, so yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good having a three a trio and yeah, thanks for being our guide through No yeah, Man's Shipper. Sky. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Absolutely <laughs> Happy to do that. Maybe my pain won't make your journey a little bit easier. <laughs> what a noble goal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Uh I think we'll call it yeah. there. See you, John. See ya. Here go.
0: Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode of Argue the Toss and Why Wouldn't You, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Are You The Toss. You can also find our RSS feed on our main page at uh, GameIndustry.com. If you don't use iTunes and you use another podcast player, that should work fine with it. We're also on SoundCloud, look for Are You The Toss.
1: Our host, of course, is GameIndustry.com, so you can talk to us via the Twitter page there, which is at Gin Lounge. You can also find us on YouTube. And Industry News is also on Facebook, on Google+, and all those good social media things. Um, so give us a thumbs up give us a like, tell us what you like it's awesome, you're awesome for listening thank you so much nailed it